Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. There's plenty of people who will say, well, it's just my faith. But that's not good enough for you. You say, no, we can basically reconcile the science with what's in Genesis. Well, we're an organization that, to put it in a nutshell, uh, is telling people that the Bible's history is true. It's history beginning in Genesis. Scientists line up overwhelmingly on one side of this issue. It would have to be an enormous conspiracy going on between scientists of all different disciplines in all different countries to have such a consensus. Does That doesn't move you? No, not at all, because from a biblical perspective, I understand why the majority would not agree with the truth. Man is a sinner. Man is in rebellion against his creator. All these scientists are sinners? Hey, everyone. This is the uh, the, ep- the first episode, and it's likely to be a whole slew of uh, Let's Look At episodes. We've been meaning to get this one recorded since July. And it's only August, so we're not that far off target. So anyway, this is the first episode of, like I said, many that we're going to be planning on doing monthly where we uh, put together uh, a docket of information based on the people on the religious right that are loud and quite dangerous. So this episode, we've decided to talk all about Ken Ham of all people. Uh, And I really meant for this to come out in time for the ARC event, but you guys know how life goes. Anyway, Ken Ham. All of these details that I'm getting and sharing with Kyle and Felicia here. Yes, you have Kyle and Felicia there. They're both here this time. Uh, and, Hello. Uh, and all of, like I said, all these details that I'm getting are a combination of sources, whether it be Wikipedia, Answers in Genesis. But this is a patron show for a podcast. You guys aren't looking for encyclopedic-like knowledge here. So anyway, <laughs> don't expect me to cite sources. You can look all this shit up yourself. I found everything through Google. You can find it as well. So anyway, let's get to the beginning of this fucker's life. Uh, our little baby ham was born on October 20th, 1951, making him about four years older than my dad. So he's old as shit. <laughs> uh, and that makes, uh, yeah, he's older than both my parents, actually. Uh, he was squatted out of his mother in the deep outback of Cairns Queen- in Queensland in Australia. Uh, from his biography on Wikipedia, it lists his father, Mervyn. Mervyn. I thought, and- he, was re- I thought he was raised by dingoes. And it lists absolutely, absolutely not. Dingoes have more integrity. <laughs> it has nothing about his mother. Not a single fucking thing about his mother. So that's really telling about a Christian guy is that you don't get anything about the mother, but oh, there's all this information about the dad. What a great society we live in, isn't it? Well, if it w- if he was a woman, well, there wouldn't be a bio on her because she her place belongs in the home. Yeah. So I guess only men have any importance in a Christian family, right, Utah? Right. so mervyn mervyn was a christian educator in that town and uh, apparently became a principal to the other schools in the area in cairns and queensland in australia so just think of it city state continent well country but continent also don't forget australia's Mm -hmm. continent people uh his dad was a young earth creationist as well who set the little hamlet on his current path of biblical literalism and uh to interpret genesis as literal history and a completely true story. Uh, never mind the others of other religions out there and stories that predate the Bible with the same goddamn stories. Uh, but Ken isn't the kind to let other countries and scholars get in the way of his presuppositional mindset. Uh, let's flash forward in time to high school, where he rejected what he termed the molecules to man evolution. Which Okay, good for you, buddy, but you're wrong. It's yeah, one of yeah. those just arguments that, like, I, I deny the molecules demand, uh, or in other words, just evolution, you know? <laughs> it's always good. It's a, If you're going to reject an idea, it's always good to reject it right at the beginning before you understand it. Yeah, and what really kills me is that molecules demand, it, it sounds like the, the whole Christian argument, and boy, we're going to get into it when we get to recording the, <laughs> the movie of the, this might, the atheist. This might say more about my high school biology class than Ken Ham's. Yeah, but um, I didn't understand that tree that plant pollen has sperm until college. <laughs> so I'm just saying, high school biology class might not be the end all do all of education. <laughs> oh, just so wait. he rejects it there. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> I just love the molecules to man thing. It's like, no, there's a, there's a lot in between there, buddy. There's a lot. But <laughs> that you're there's, out. There, Aren't there molecules in everything? In everything. Everything is molecules. There's molecules everywhere. Everything is molecules. Everything is cool really when you're part of the peptide. <laughs> I don't know. So, uh, um, so Ken, he got a bachelor of applied science with an emphasis on environmental biology. What the fuck? Yes. Ken Ham <laughs> has a bachelor's of science with an emphasis of environmental biology. This guy huh. is a, he's a climate change denier, even though he had, you know, environmental sciences under his belt and he had biology under his belt. And he has a bachelor's degree with a teaching diploma from from the Queen from a Queensland Institute of Technology. Oh, okay. uh, which is actually a decent, actually a pretty decent college. It's top three, uh, top three percent worldwide. So it's not that bad. Well, so he well, tested well, it all, is, but believed none of it. Got well, it. Well, yeah. it is it is now. But what was it then? Oh, I didn't bother looking. I, I mean, well, that, yeah. was, that must have been like nineteen seventy, you know, or something like that. And just mm, yeah, no, that's, that's okay. That's, I could probably, you know, to be fair, I could probably t- pass a lot of tests on like Wicca and paganism and shit. But then, well, yeah. Well, you're not like, gonna I, come, I believe it. I mean, I know it. I don't believe it. You're not going to come anywhere near close to the the four degree, honorary degrees he's gotten from all sorts of fucking Christian religion <laughs> science schools nowadays. So, uh, let's see. Well, Wiccans are notorious for not having good uh, colleges. Not Not even good, just none. <laughs> <laughs> so, he was bound to become a science teacher after he graduated in 1975. The town of Dalby, or Dalby, I'm pretty sure it'd probably be Dalby, uh, has never been the same since they since they met their high school science teacher. Uh, so, does I mean, does anybody else find it interesting that the science denying, climate change denying, uber Christian turned useless shit builder has a degree in science was actually responsible for filling <laughs> other kids' heads with this stuff? I mean, no, um, it just makes not. me really uh, upset, actually, and it makes me feel like I need to throw things. Yeah. Well, because the only reason the only reason he would do that, the only reason he would pursue that particular course, is to absolutely fuck with kids. Yeah, and and lie and give misinformation yeah. that he knows mischaracterizes the science because mm-hmm. obviously this fucker is educated in it and he's actively choosing to to spread incorrect information mm-hmm. because feelings or or very possibly. Con artist. Yeah, we're getting to oh, that. We're, oh, getting oh, okay, okay, <laughs> we're gonna okay. get there. So he oh, met God, his wife I'm Marilyn. I'm psychic. He met his wife Marilyn, uh, which we will learn that he had a grand total of five kids with. Not quite a quiverful, but he's on his way. <laughs> um but I'm not the kind of person to shit on someone's wife and kids. I think that's like territory you don't touch unless they're in the fray, also, you know. When you yeah, had, you, uh, don't, you don't know when you had Tammy Faye her. Baker along with Jim Baker, yeah, you're allowed to lay into her somewhat. <laughs> but, but anyway, uh, let's see. Now that we're caught up with this ancient backstory, let's get to the uh, the first of the clips that I wanted to play of the Ken Ham versus Nye debate. Uh, Mr. Ham and his followers have this remarkable view of uh, a worldwide flood that somehow influenced everything that we observe in nature. A 500 foot wooden boat eight zookeepers for 14,000 individual animals, every land plant in the world underwater for a full year? I ask us all, is that really reasonable? You'll hear a lot about the Grand Canyon, I imagine, also, which is a remarkable place, and it has fossils. And the fossils in the Grand Canyon are found in layers. There is not a single place in the Grand Canyon where the fossils of one type of animal cross over into the fossils of another. In other words, when there was a big flood on the earth, you would expect drowning animals to swim up to a higher level. Not any one of them did. So apparently Mr. Ham took a different job as a teacher in 1977 in Brisbane. And this is the roots of him establishing his young earth creationist echo chamber. Uh, Ham was apparently, quote, Appalled by oh, let's see, can you can I do a good Scottish accent? I was appalled by the fact that some this is getting to be too long no. terms. No, that's not gonna <laughs> be it. Uh, he was appalled by the fact that some of his students assumed that their textbooks that taught evolutionary science successfully proved the Bible to be untrue. You know, like it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And let's see. Uh, 
And he said that his being a science teacher put a fire in my bones (laughs) to do something about the influence that evolutionary thinking was having on the students and the public as a whole. Oh, you mean like there's that Christian argument where responsibility or concept of community or I I love the whole necessary. The, the Christian and right wing way of belief right now, where like the whole world's going to hell. It's going to hell. There's yeah. no God everywhere. You're going to hell. It's all going to hell. No, well, it's actually better. <laughs> Bless you. Well, these are the same gazoontite acts. <laughs> I say whatever I want. <laughs> um, well, they, you know, they, one of my favorite quotes, and I don't remember who, but it was from one of these Christian people. They're like, evolution would have you that rape is beneficial because it can produce offspring and yeah. therefore it's selected for ah no. Yeah, no no see and this is where they're conflating sex and rape because to them everything that can create that can uh cause a child is sex because that's what sex is for right yeah mm. they're they're it's only for child, child making <laughs> So, like, like this is what Ken Ham is referring to, uh, because sex and rape are not the same thing. Se- rape is not sex. No. Um, just because it can result in procreation does not make it sex. Um, but this is exactly what he's referring to, where he's like, they think, it, like, he's, he's claiming, and he's claiming falsely, that because evolution exists, that everything that has not been killed off by evolution must therefore be evolutionarily beneficial. No. Well, it, <laughs> no, it, yeah. just because no. <laughs> just just because evolution hasn't gotten rid of it doesn't necessarily make it beneficial. It just means it didn't kill off enough of the species. <laughs> it so just I mean, means it's not. It. it yeah, it just means it's not a. It's 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 not a detriment. So right. just imagine being little hammy boy, and I mean, really imagine <laughs> it. You've known nothing oh, your no, entire no. life except super Christy things, only to go to college and you know half learn stuff and <laughs> not have any of it sink in at all. And the moment that your worldview is teetering on the edge, you decide to double down and go on the offensive in the opposite direction. So he quit being a teacher in 1979. Probably heard that I was on the way. No, I'm just no, uh, so that's not true. Uh, at this time, he founded the Creation Science Supplies and the he created two different groups at the same time. Creation Science Supplies and Creation Science Educational Media Services. Way too long of a fucking acronym, dude. Oh, yeah. Which sold folksy hokum creationist propaganda to the Queensland school systems, which at the time were legally required to teach both creationism and evolution. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Yeah. Were they teaching the Japanese version of the creation of the world, where the world was born from an egg in a cosmic sea? They were close no. enough. They should have, but <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This is Australia. They didn't. They didn't care for the Japanese. What about the Navajo <laughs> one, where they, uh, where the world used to be, or the universe used to be all insect-like life, and then as life. I'm sorry, that's way too close to evolution. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, the last line right there really should tell you all you need to know is why we have an Aussie monster in our in our lands. Uh, a year later, so in 1980, he merged those companies with a guy named Carl Weiland uh, to form the Creation Science Foundation. I'm sure you guys have heard of that, the CSF. Mm-hmm. Uh, Proof that not all Carls are Sagans. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my dad's a Carl. He's not a Sagan at all. Anyway, Wyland, uh, you should know, claimed to be an atheist while going to college before finding Jesus. He was one of those guys who were like, I used to be an adamant atheist. I used to be so, a- I used to be atheist as fuck, and then I found Christ. It's like, oh. No. Yeah, but, okay. and, and I'm, not, I'm not saying that that can't happen, but I read a great article. It's like, these guys aren't, it's not that they ever did live as an atheist. They just like they never like were an atheist. They never. They just it, once they, they just found God, they're like they I lived like an atheist. Yeah. What they perceive an atheist to live. Yeah, like. I think I've read the right. same article. So uh, let's yeah, see. And in- let's all, this all comes to a point. So just bear with me. I mean, we're going through the reads because there's a lot of ancient history with this guy. So from the CFF CSF success, Ham was able to escape to the U.S. in 1987. And start speaking tours with a different organization called the ICR, or the Institute for Creation Research. Uh, During this time, he was known for his three-pronged lecture called Back to Genesis. And the three points are as follows. Evolutionary theory leads to cultural decay. Literal reading. Evolutionary theory. Theory leads to cultural decay. I can't. No, I can't do do Australian. (laughs) 
<laughs> do a bit Scottish, but I can't do. Oh, no. yeah, knife. This is a knife. <laughs> oh, my theory. God, Paul Hogan. No. <laughs> so, evolutionary theory leads to cultural decay. Literary reading of the first 11 chapters of Genesis contain the true origin of the universe, or as us atheists know, God did it. <laughs> and number three, Christians should engage in a culture war against atheism and humanism. You know, those oh, two boogeymen that are just absolutely fucking ruining this country. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so he passed around for a few years in the U.S. of A. And, and in 1994, he decides to quit touring. And this is where he planned on starting his first project, the museum that we all love and fucking hate at the same time, the Creation <laughs> Museum. So before anyone thinks that Ham is a complete idiot for opening his ministries in Kentucky, keep in mind that he picked that he actually picked Kentucky, not because he liked it there or anything. Because he said that it was in a it was in a good location to be relative to all of the rest of the United States, like it's a central point. On they're that. totally prone to they're prone to brainwashing what with the low education funding <laughs> and high poverty rate. Wait, but, he, but he really thought that was a central location. He thought that was a good location because like there's an airport four miles from the place, and like everybody's flights would be about the same distance. And I'm like. That's that's not how tourism works. Can't, like, no. can't, that's not how tourism works, man. So he he really was a fucking dummy Australian. He really should have uh, realized that opening a Kentucky was a good way of making sure your message never hits any hard targets. You know, you build that <laughs> thing in a metropolitan area, like a big city somewhere. Sure, it costs you more, but you reach more of a target. And there's more tourists coming to that place that will come um, see your folksy little hokum. I'm sorry, but I, think I don't he's want making to... plenty of money. He's not though, <laughs> but he's not. No, he is not off of not off of his museums and his arc things. He's making money off um... of being a victim. <laughs> the atheists are being that's, so that's mean to point. me. This is the thing about a con artist: their projects um, don't have to be successful. <laughs> Trump. Yeah. Oh, Trump. They don't have to be successful for the founder to make a lot of money. Oh my God. I'm so sorry, you guys. Williams seasoning cast iron. And it's just, I'm having a reaction. And it's just that gold plated everything everywhere, man. Just it's oh, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so in order for him to, uh, to be able to open said museum, he needed money. And of, so how's, uh, how's someone don't to open, <laughs> how's someone to get that money? He created the creation science ministries and teamed up with the, the CSF that we mentioned earlier. Uh, okay. At this now point, I want to throw things again. Yeah. At, at this point, uh, mm -hmm. the two organizations started working on getting a creation museum put together. And in 1997, so three years after he decided to quit touring, you know, like a fucking rock star, <laughs> like, I'm retired. <laughs> Uh, Answers in Genesis was created. So in around 10 years after that, we would have the that museum made in Kentucky in 2007, about four miles away from the Cincinnati slash Northern Kentucky International Airport. Thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, what's really interesting to me is that after the museum opened, the Creation Ministries International Group, formerly the CSF, uh, the, they were listed in um, Australia. They, they filed a fucking lawsuit against Ken Ham in the Supreme Court of Queensland asking for damages and basically calling him on all sorts of shady names in the way that he dealt oh, nice. with the CMI Australia. He said, and I'm quote, they cited concern over Mr. Ham's domination of the groups, the amount of money being spent on his fellow executives and a shift away from the delivering of the creationist message to raising donations. So that doesn't sound very Christian to me, but you know, this guy's a fucking con What so. did I just say? Yep. Yeah, so let's see if there are others. Let's see. Yep. Right okay, here. Um, and this one is in his dealings with the, the great homeschool conventions. There's actually a convention uh -huh. circuit of great homeschool oh, conventions. AKA let's raise, let's raise stupid kids conventions. Uh, and isn't they, it ironic? So that group, Don't they you think, they voted to disinvite Ham and Answers in Genesis from ever coming no to future shit. conventions. He got blacklisted <laughs> from a homeschool wow. convention group. And considering wow. most of these guys have like doomsday prepper on their business cards, one can only wonder what he said or did that was so bad. Holy well, crap. guess what? You're in luck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know. There's a quote from the conference organizer by the name of Brennan Dean. And this is the quote. 
Ham has made unnecessary, ungodly, and mean-spirited statements that are divisive at best and defamatory at worst. Oh, jeez. We believe Christian scholars should be heard without the fear of ostracism or ad hominem attacks. So it sounds a lot like people in atheist groups that I know of. And no kidding. <laughs> so it's nice to know that the Christians can be just as assholeish as the rest of us people out there. So if you're wondering what I'm talking about, join any 3,000 plus member Facebook group to see how ridiculous the attacks get in a short amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> Even the ones that have rules. I don't that shit. want to. Nope. <laughs> so what was been what was there, so, done that? What was so bad that it earned Ken's ire? Well, you're in luck again because it's been reported that Ham was going after a fellow Christian by the name of Peter Enns of the BioLogos Foundation, who dared, dared I fucking tell you, to say that the fall of Adam and Eve was a symbolic one and not a literal, actual casting out of paradise like the Old Testament says it was. <laughs> Ham is quoted as saying that Enns was spouting, quote, outright liberal theology. And this is a bad thing because, you know, it quote, undermines the word of God. <laughs> I don't know about well, you guys, <laughs> but what, but as an outsider, one of my favorite pastimes, especially as a, as an anti-theist is watching the shit show unfold between biblical literalists versus biblical realists. And just, they're, <laughs> they're undermining each other's cause more than anything, because if Christians don't have their shit sorted, what possibility is that they'd get any of us to believe their stuff? Because they don't, can't even get their own fucking story straight. And now they're trying to tell us what to do. It just doesn't work. So, but isn't he kind of right, though? Like, if you're saying that this part of the Bible that was intended to, was written as literal, or was, you know, recorded, when it was put together in the Bible, was supposed to be a literal thing, and then these Christian groups are saying, well, obviously it didn't, because, you know, science, yeah. and it was metaphorical, and aren't they, yeah? undermining their supposed word of god i'm just saying he's not wrong <laughs> yeah but it's the same thing though, like the catholic church has and the mormon mm -hmm. church has where they're like we believe evolution is true we also believe adam and eve was real you know it's like <laughs> wait those are yeah. two very indefensible i mean one is a truth and it's a scientific truth and something to be known to the rest of the fucking world and the other one is oh we're just trying to make shit work it's like your guys yeah. cannot keep both things going at the same time you just uh, you just have cognitive dissonance yeah am is, you is just, cafeteria you yeah. just hide you just hide behind that allegorical shield that's <laughs> shield of allegory it's just allegory <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's it's not oh okay we're seeing people in in being indoctrinated to believe that creationists can't be scientists there's experimental or observational science, as we call it. That's using the scientific method, observation, measurement, experiment, testing. All scientists, whether creationists or evolutionists, actually have the same observational or experimental science. If Bill Nye and I went to the Grand Canyon, we could agree that that's a Coconino sandstone in the Hermit Shale, and there's the boundary. They're sitting one on top of the other. We could agree on that, but we would disagree on how long it took to get there. But see, none of us saw the sandstone or the shale being laid down. There's a supposed 10 million year gap there, but I don't see a gap. But that might be different to what Bill Nye would see. But, but see, there's a difference between what you actually observe directly and then your interpretation in regard to the past. We're, we're talking about the past when we weren't there. We didn't see those tree rings actually forming. We didn't see those layers being laid down. It's like the dating methods. You're assuming things in regard to the past uh, that aren't necessarily true. The fundamental thing we disagree on, Mr. Ham, is this nature of what you can prove to yourself. When people make assumptions, they're making assumptions based on previous experience. They're not coming out of whole cloth. I encourage you to explain to us why, why we should accept your word for it, that natural law changed just 4,000 years ago completely, and there's no record of it. Natural law hasn't changed. As I talked about, you know, we, I said we have the laws of logic, the uniformity of nature, and that only makes sense within a biblical worldview anyway of a creator God who set up those laws, and that's why we can do good experimental science because we assume those laws are true and they'll be, they'll be true uh, tomorrow.
So all of that drama uh, listed was before um, was happening in 2011. And merely a few years later in 2014, all of the atheists and science lovers in the world were treated to one of the greatest shows on earth. As we got to watch a very learned individual go against a Neanderthal with a suit. <laughs> Not only a Neanderthal with a suit, but one with a very indefensible position. And hey. it was a fucking hey. complete beating. <laughs> hey. Huh. What? Bill Nye doesn't look that much like a Neanderthal. Like, don't defend my Neanderthals. We're talking about Amish Wolverine Ken Ham that we're talking about here. So I know was, who you were talking about, yeah. but I like Neanderthals and I like to defend their reputation. <laughs> Now, I just might be a simple caveman lawyer. I don't know about your guys' natural world. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> he Ham kept referencing a book with a ton of errors as his guide to everything, said that nothing would change his mind ever, never, ever, ever, and kept using his trademarked, you guys know it. <laughs> Were you Were there? Were you there? Were you there? You weren't there. Style of questioning and his constant rehashing of said argument by saying that if it wasn't directly observed, then it can't be true. Not realizing that if you're going to use that attack, the same thing goes for your fucking book. <laughs> but he'd say that the difference is that his book was inspired and written and is the word of God. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but God was there and God wrote the book. <laughs> so yeah, but we got this one really? epic poem from the Scandinavians that basically details all of their mythologies yeah. and their creation and end of the world myths. I mean, and that one was chiseled into stone. I've read some of the, the uh, you know, the well, you know, paper the, beats rock. I've read <laughs> stuff from Hinduism that predates Christianity by like at least a thousand years. <laughs> yeah, but so, that's oh, from, that's for yeah, but that's from India. That doesn't count. No, that's from the You're brown right, people. They're brown. <laughs> so he completely forgets that the very fact that we're here. <laughs> the, the very fact that we have strata layers and every field of science pointing to what evolution and Big Bang theory, Big Bang cosmology show that the very fossils that were at one time there is a pretty foregone conclusion that what happened really happened. You know, we weren't there. <laughs> the fossils were there. They were there at the time, you fucker. So <laughs> not what is shittily. And put they once had feathers. And here's the real kicker, Mr. Ham. If it wasn't true and we found other, other evidence to point elsewhere, guess what? That would become the new position. That's how science works. <laughs> Yay! I like the I like it. I like the were you there defense. I really do. Were you there? Neither because were you fucker. <laughs> well, yeah, that, de- <laughs> that defense kind of falls apart when you reach um, the end of your life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nothing exists world, after your yeah. World history. World history did not begin when you were born. <laughs> So now let's get to the real reason we're talking about this fucking asshole. Uh, the Ark Encounter theme park, mainly, uh, which for some reason gets to be treated like a church with all the tax breaks that come with it. And oh, boy, and I've got lots of finances for that. So the slogan for this shitty behemoth of unmovable boatitude. I spent a lot of time writing this, guys. I'm sorry. I'm using all my fucking which, lives this time. So. Which would sink if it flooded. Yes, it would. And this, the, the slogan, I got this off of Wikipedia. I've went like in, in the hole looking for all this shit. The slogan for the Ark Encounter is, quote, it's bigger than imagination, which is a <laughs> fucking perfect slogan because just like a Christian to think that a 500 foot long boat is beyond imagination. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. Like I've been on a cruise ship and that thing was like a quarter mile long, guys. That's <laughs> it was quite it was bigger than huge. imagination. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I, so, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, think I don't know. I, I've got this one painting that I've planned, and uh, it's pretty. I mean, it's I guess in size, it's not technically bigger, but it is got a lot. It's got a lot of depth yeah, to it. Yeah, I, I don't know. People have imagined some pretty big stuff. Like if we laid all the words of the Lord of the Rings trilogy end to end, probably be bigger. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Or, so, or if each word, oh, I got it. If each word was a two by four, it'd be a lot bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so this stupid fucking boondoggle uh, that was fought against by uh, tooth and nail by all sorts of secular groups uh, within shouting distance was opened on July 7th of 2016 to coincide with Genesis 7-7. You know, July 7th, 7-7. Clever. That is, I quote, and I fucking hate the fact that I had to look up Bible quotes for this shit. Uh, (laughs) And Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives 
entered the ark to escape the waters of the flood. End quote. God, it's a shit book. It is. A sh- <laughs> it's terribly written. I mean, even terribly translated. It's, it's it fucking shit. It was never shit. intended to be read. It was intended for the people in power to use it to control the people who well, couldn't I just, read. Mm-hmm. I just hate the fact that people use it like, and they they added the extra. You know, you get the chapters, and then you get all the verses, and the verses can sometimes have breaks in the middle mm-hmm. of a fucking sentence, and I hate that. And I'm like, no, at least the surahs and the Quran at least have the decency to say the whole fucking thing before they <laughs> before they stop. Anyway, so. What does he have to say? With a wave of fresh protest from the tri-state freethinkers, along with many bloggers, podcasters, and such luminaries as David Silverman, I I, I remotely lived with this whole thing when it was open. I was all over the shit. Uh, anyway, so with a wave of fresh protest from all these people, um, atheists and secularists, as Ken likes to call us, you know, secularists, and I've been trolling. <laughs> I've been trolling answers in Genesis and Ken Ham and all these fucking people on Twitter. It's so much fun. <laughs> Because they don't respond back to you, but some people like the other atheists that are watching their stuff give mm-hmm. you likes and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you like that, didn't you? So, <laughs> anyway, he managed. To, we managed to change what would normally be like a fluff piece in the news, you know, the water skiing squirrel kind of stuff. I always bring that up uh, to a very interesting story about how bad of an idea is it, it is to give not only tax breaks to the shitty park, but to think that uh, people would really want to come to see a monument to genocide and incest. I mean. <laughs> Albeit one that can house two of every animal on a ship, you know, well, that had no, one, that had one <laughs> window and wouldn't be seaworthy at all. So, uh, one of the most interesting things about what that about protest. What about the lichen, goddammit? Where's the fucking lichen? <laughs> that's what they eat. That's what they mean lycanthropes. Oh, see, I was going to go with the werewolf joke there. But. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I knew you were. I know you. No, I meant Underworld. lichen. Underworld. <laughs> So the most interesting thing about the protest before I move on to anything else is that during the protest, there was an arrangement for portable toilets to be delivered to the the outskirts of the property. And it was shot down not just once, but numerous times from local companies that rent these things out with one company being so egregious to have a contract beforehand. And they were on the way to deliver these things. They were loaded on the back of the truck, ready to be delivered. For the protest. For the protest. And they stopped, the person stopped prior to reaching the site and asking for directions. And then when they found, when they finally gave him directions, he's like, oh, wait, you guys going to be protesting that, 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 uh, that ARC encounter? Like, yeah. Well, we can't, we can't deliver these to you. So (laughs) I'm sure there's going to be a lawsuit for that one. That's going to be fun. Hopefully you love losing your fucking business people. It's just, I don't understand why in a capitalist society people decide that, oh yeah, you know what? I got enough money. I don't need, I don't need that atheist money. I don't need the, the feminist money. I don't need any of that shit. I, I, um, I personally with some of my organizations have accepted money for the organizations from people I can stand. And I don't even get to lump them into a group. I just don't like the individual. Like Still yeah. take their money. Still take your fucking money because you know what? Money talks. People don't. <laughs> yeah. Money's kind of just uh, neutral. Yeah. 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 Money but the, the more of it you have, the easier things are. That's that's this, for goddamn this, sure. This, this is, this <laughs> the is more true. We have the bigger presence we can create. Okay. So back to the arc, which is right now the only part of this park that is finished. Uh, you mean you show up and you look through a boat. That's it. You get a three-deck boat that has 132 bays. Uh, all of these bays have no live animals. They have a petting zoo, apparently, like on the outside somewhere, and they have a restaurant and a gift shop, but that's to be <laughs> that's to be expected with fucking places like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, you're giving up made-up animals, and you guys really need to go see some of the Im- images of these things because they're terrible. And this is made to establish their favorite thing where they say – we, we the word that they used to say shush to evolution believers, and that's the word kinds instead of species, mm-hmm. because the Bible doesn't mention speciation or you know or the bats are not birds or rabbits not chewing cud and so on you know all those other wrong <laughs> things that it states. A, a circle is approximately three times as round as it is wide. You know, yeah, three point one four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they the the Christians try to say that the pie was invented in the Bible. <laughs> Yeah, no. no. Yeah. Does the Bible mention the the concept of zero? Because mm. that's fucking rad. Have you guys ever... <laughs> okay, just quick tangent. I was watching this documentary <laughs> series called The History of Maths, and yeah. the concept of nothing took several thousand years to develop. 
and it was first uh, conceptualized in India. Oh, no, <laughs> seriously, the concept of a not there, like, <laughs> it's amazing. Sorry, go on, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, yep. Let's see, where, where was I? Oh, yeah, bats and bats, not birds and all this stuff. So you're given a really shitty showing if they, they deemed these to be the progenitors of the kinds of animals we have now, including dinosaurs. Yes, there are fucking dinosaurs on this thing. And the one thing that floors me about the whole thing, the whole kinds thing that they go with here, is that if they, if this was the case and there these were the progenitors of all modern animals, doesn't that mean that Ken Ham's idea of what happened to animals since the flood circa 2800 BCE would be like evolution on fucking speed crank bath salts and all other amphetamine-based drugs? I mean, we're talking about it would, super yeah, would, duper evolution at this point. So, uh, for, yeah, for it, speciation. It would What's that? What's a wolf going to look like in a million years <laughs> with your kinds? <laughs> Might it not look like a wolf anymore? Just saying, chihuahuas. It don't matter. You won't be there. <laughs> getting it. I'm getting it. Uh, Okay, so on this boat, we're talking Foster's. we're talking dinosaurs, and we're talking, and they were apparently baby dinosaurs. Yeah, they, they, they yeah, you can't they put the big ones on there. Yeah, that's how they that's how they fit everybody in. Yeah, they that's only, like they only took the baby animals. That's Brian Fisher right, shit right. right there, where you know <laughs> it's an old lizard but, that's been underneath an okay, oxygen canopy. <laughs> even precluding all of that, um, <laughs> this boat does claim to have. A poop deck, does it not? Well, some ships have where poop they, decks. Well, wait, wait, no, you're not talking no, about no, anatomy I'm of a ship, you're a talking literal. Okay, so what I'm saying is that this one, and I'm pretty sure I read this, that th- that this arc, because kids will ask, well, what about the poop? And they'll say, <laughs> oh, they just shuffled it off all to the side and it fell down to the bottom. Mm-mm, that no. immediately means that they were feeding the animals. <laughs> So am I wrong? Uh, no, no, no. And that, that's what we're getting to on this next yeah. one here is because okay. they have, okay. uh, they have other exhibits on the ship that might explain how they managed to handle all the defecation from the animals with the central poop chute near the aft in the center. Oh, they, they had shit, like I'm a, so good at this. they had like a conveyor system <laughs> that like apparently like pushed all the poop into like the center. It was like a hole that goes from the top of the ship to the bottom of the ship. So the poop goes in the bottom part and the fresh air comes in through the top and that's where they collect the rain to drink and everything. Whatever. Okay. Okay. Well, it it only only rained for 40 days and 40 nights and then it didn't rain for a hundred days. Yeah. So you'd have to have a hundred days worth of water for you and everybody else. And not to mention all the other animals and all the vegetables and fruits and, you know, all of the hay and the and meat that you need for, for koalas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the bam and the bamboo for well, the It was a different kind back then. It was a different kind. Oh, that's right. Everybody just ate hay. <laughs> but lions Everybody just slept a lot. <laughs> they slept all the trip. <laughs> They, they were, were just all, so tired. All the animals, all the, all the animals were vegan. It was a completely <laughs> gluten-free ship. <laughs> Lions, oh my God. Cats, cats are obligate carnivores. <laughs> you can feed dogs. You you could get a dog by basically on eggs and cheese and mm-hmm. veggies. They could yep. get by. They're not going to do well, but they could get by. Oh yeah. Cats will die mm-hmm. without meat. <laughs> So, you know, what the uh, fuck were they feeding the cats? Exactly. The the two, apparently, that all cats came from. (laughs) So apparently there's a spot even on the ship where Noah's entire family is there. They have like this like diorama and they're they're given names that aren't referenced in the Bible at all. They made them Well, because women don't get names, X. Shut the no, fuck up. No, I know. Up. I know. I just find it funny as hell that we're biblical literalists, but we're going to give people random names. So uh, so enough about the attractions. Let's talk about the levels of bullshit that this park sold to locals. Number one, it'll bring in money to the local town. And we talked about this on the last episode, Kyle. Where <laughs> Yeah. No, it, that's not. <laughs> dismal attendance, people staying in bigger cities and busing in instead of driving themselves to the place. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're not really getting the amount of uh, people coming to visit. Uh, number two, we're not a church. Yeah, yeah you are. Which is yeah. bullshit because they're allowed to have a very discriminatory hiring practice where you have to sign statements of faith before even getting a job there. Oh, yeah. And number three, they sold that the school sold that the schools would be able to come in on field trips. Whoops. Sorry. Can't do that. Establishment clause and all that fun stuff since this is by definition a Christian park. <laughs> I'll yep. call it a Christmas park. That's Whoa. A hell- <laughs> no. 
So there's a lot of people that uh, think that they've only been given like 18 million in sales tax rebates for X amount uh-uh. of years. Uh, no, that's not the case. The rabbit hole goes much deeper. The, the city of Williamstown offered $62 million worth of bonds that they were selling. And they are backed by the park's future revenue. But at the same time, the city wasn't liable to repay in the event that the revenues didn't materialize. So at least the city had a way out. You know, they weren't going to say, yeah, we're not going to pay you guys if it doesn't pan out. So, <laughs> and sadly, remember that thing I talked about with Bill Nye earlier? Mm-hmm. That actually helped. They were floundering on sales of these um, bonds until yeah, that so debate it happened. Yeah. It stagnated until the Bill Nye debate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And helped them in the, to sell enough bonds that the city paid out the $62 million to Answers in Genesis and helped them garner $36 million in individual donations. That, that's $100 million bucks. That's one tenth of a billion dollars spent on this pile Jeez. of fail. And if that was all uh, that was spent, that would be bad enough. But there were also like 10 million other dollars spent on improving the roads that led to the park. And if that's not enough money and tax stuff, let's let's see. The, the state is in violation of First Amendment rights of citizens to not have their taxes go to a religious park. So there's going to be lawsuits there. We build models based upon the Bible. And those models are always subject to change. The fact of Noah's flood is not subject to change. The, the model of how the flood occurred is subject to change uh, because... We, we observe in the, in the, in the current world and, and we're able to uh, come up with maybe different ways this could have happened or that could have happened. And, and that's part of that scientific discovery. You cannot ever prove using uh, you know, the, the scientific method in the present, you can't prove the age of the Earth. So you can never prove it's old. So there is no hypothetical. <laughs> Let's get to the numbers where we're talking about them getting all the visitors they need to get to, to pay these bonds back. On the first six days since they opened up, they got on average 5,000 people coming per day. Opening week. 5,000 people on opening week on each day. That is dismal. (laughs) That is not. That's not just dismal. That's fucking dismal. That's what that is. So (laughs) in order for them to uh, keep that same average, they'd have to have that to to get the the amount of people that they said they were going to get in the first year was just like 1.7 million people. They would have to keep that same average for the entire year. We're talking literally every day. They'd have to hit that number. And since they're a Christian organization, I don't think they do Sundays. They probably don't. I don't know. They're going to be closed on Christmas. They're going to be closed on Thanksgiving. All the major holidays, I bet they're going to be closed on. So to get the numbers that they sold the city, uh, which we know is fucking impossible, and the worst yet that the theme parks are a diminishing return on investments unless they offer new things each season. Mm-hmm. Sadly, this isn't the case. Well, actually, happily for us, but they have a Tower of Babel and like a walled city thing that they're going to be building, but that doesn't happen until 2018 and 2019. Meaning if they, they have to skate if they have by, the money for it. They have to skate by with just a boat for over a year and a half. This project is fucking doomed. And without school groups coming in, this is even more apparent. I mean, he's gotten so bad to the point where he's offered uh, that Ken has, Ken has said that he would encourage public schools to visit the ARC by offering an admission of $1 per child and no charge for accompanying teachers for the remainder of 2016. Good luck with that. You're going to get fucking sued to hell. Yeah, so, yeah you can't do that. You no, cannot. You cannot. You can't. So the but the problem is, is that the the state legislature has stacked the deck against you know secular people and they've stacked it more towards religious people. So it's just going to go higher and higher until the state gets slapped down pretty fucking hard. So mm-hmm. let's see, Grant Grant County, the Kentucky Education Commissioner. Oh, I'm sorry, that's the city, Grant County, Kentucky Education, blah, blah, whatever. Stephen Pruitt said on Monday that approval of field trips is a decision of local school boards. No, <laughs> no. But such trips should be directly related to curriculum. Mm, that's mm-hmm. I can't see how you'd be teaching a f- flood stuff unless you're teaching all cultures flood myths. But well, unless you're teaching economics, and, and let's go look at a really bad idea, folks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So he said that it's not appropriate for outside third parties to dictate field trip selections. Uh, <laughs> you know, because the FFRF said that no, you're not going to do that. Uh, they sent letters to over a thousand public school districts in Kentucky, Tennessee, Ohio, Indiana, and West Virginia, warning them not to organize trips to the Ark Encounter, arguing that such trips would expose children to religious proselytizing in violation of the constitutional separation of church and state. Mm-hmm. So, boom, and you smack just down. Know, don't. <laughs> you just know. You, there, it, it is virtually guaranteed 
that there is at least one student in every single class that would go who doesn't buy into that shit. Yeah. Who believes maybe some other bullshit or maybe just doesn't believe their parents' religion or has been raised secular their entire life. You know that there is going to be at least one in every class because we're fucking everywhere. Yep. So mm -hmm. Bill Nye accepted an invitation from Ken Ham to come visit the Ark Encounter, and he was left kind of floored the whole time. And he stated, it's all very troubling. You have hundreds of school kids there who have already been indoctrinated and who have been brainwashed. This is about the absolute, this is about the absolutely wrong idea that the earth is 6,000 years old. And that's alarming to me. I mean, I'm sure you had, there's interviews that you can watch where yeah. he says more, but most of the video was shot by AIG. There was some, there mm -hmm. uh, some people there for Bill Nye, but not a lot of them. Um, you have to just go search them out. And the last thing I'm going to talk about before we call it quits tonight is that there was the hiring drama for this whole thing that was going on. So, uh, Let's see. In 2014, the approved tax incentive set to expire if work on the park hadn't begun. That's when the whole Ken Ham and Bill Nye debate happened. So the Ark Encounter withdrew the approved application and filed the new one to receive incentives on the 73 million first phase. The new application required a feasibility study to be conducted. And so Answers in Genesis paid for the study conducted by Hunden Strategic Partners, which projected a more than 400,000 visitors a year, 787 new jobs, and a $40 million economic impact. So <laughs> after the application, the Kentucky Tourism Development Finance Authority and some House speaker by the name of Stumbo said that he believed that the incentives to be unconstitutional, and he added that he expected the state to be sued and lose a costly lawsuit over the issue. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which you have people from the outset saying, don't do this. Don't do mm -hmm. it. So... <laughs> So Americans United for the Separation of Church and State petitioned the Tourism Department in 2014 to withdraw the approval of tax incentives. Karen uh, fucking there's Christians that are a part of that group, too. Yeah, mm -hmm. because AIG's hiring practices, which required all applicants to profess Christianity and to sign a statement of faith attesting to their beliefs in young earth creationism. There's right. another stumbling block right there. If you are a for-profit business, you cannot have a hiring. You can't hire people like that. You just can't do it. They've been allowed to do it, but I guarantee fucking to you that there's a lawsuit coming. So, <laughs> and how many poor guys that just need a job in the middle of fucking Kentucky are just willing to sign shit like that? You know? Oh, I'm sure. I'm I sure a, a lot of them. I have a friend who's an atheist. Mm -hmm. He he works in construction. He's an atheist. And mm -hmm. if there was a construction job for him for something stupid like this, you bet your ass he'd take it on. Yep. He's taken yeah. on government projects that he didn't necessarily agree with. Well, mm -hmm. most of the guys that built the the ark were like Mennonites or like Amish, like craftsmen, the the ones that can yeah. work with wood. They're woodworkers, you know, mm -hmm. which was interesting to me. But that's a different kind of Christian. <laughs> so in October, no, but of that it's year, just it's just one of those things where it's like, um, you know, a job is a job is a job. I work yeah. for I I work on a political campaign. I don't. I don't know. I might agree with Mike on pretty much everything, but probably not. I mean, not Mike. Shit. Uh, <laughs> it's the patrons. Somebody. It's not going to be. Out. This is never going to be on real air, so don't worry about it. Oh, okay. So, like, I, I agree with him on a bunch of things, but on most things. But I'm sure that there are things that I don't agree with him with. That doesn't mean that I don't support the project. Yeah. And. I mean, there's there's things I've worked for companies that I didn't agree with everything they did either. But goddamn, you gotta work. So yeah, that's they kind were, of the nature of needing a job. Yeah, they were citing stuff like Burwell versus Hobby Lobby, which found mm -hmm. that individuals had the right to run their business as a for-profit corporation in the manner required by their religious beliefs. Blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to say we can be these kind of assholes to people. And unfortunately, in 2016 of this, you know, January of this year, a federal judge of the United States District Court for the Eastern District of Kentucky, so one step below the like the bigger district, mm -hmm. ruled in favor of AIG and said that the case of Ark Encounter LLC uh, ordering the state to commence processing for the application of the tax rebate incentives, which would become blah, 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 blah. Uh, Bevan announced that the state would not appeal Van Tattenhove's decision and re later replaced four of the nine members of the, the development finance authority, the tourism one. So four of the nine people on the board got replaced and the, then the, uh, the rubber stamping started happening to get AIG their <laughs> money. So, 
So Ark Encounter began advertising to fill three, three to 400 jobs in the park in April 2016, and applicants were required to sign the Statement of Faith before being hired. So two weeks later, the Tourism Development Finance Authority approved the incentives. So they have been stacking the deck with Christians left and fucking right in that state. So Kinhan, mm-hmm. kind of smart for doing that because he knows his, his people. They'll bandy up with each other before they decide to be fucking... Americans, you know, Christians first, America <laughs> second. I hate that shit. But that puts us at about 37 minutes for this one. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Let us know. Give us some feedback on what you liked and like about it. I mean, I hate the fact that I kind of ruled a lot over a lot of talking here. You guys, can, <laughs> I wouldn't let you guys talk. I'm like, shit, I got to go. I got to get something done. I got to get going in a minute. It's just, man. So yeah, fuck uh, you, X. Fuck yeah. me. The ham show. This has been the ham show. <laughs> Man, I got so many good ham jokes. Who are we doing next time? Who, who should we do next time? Oh, I don't know. Oh, William? Wait, sorry. No, That's uh, who I'm doing. No. Uh, <laughs> Ray Comfort? No. Oh, let's see. Who's Wait, no, the, we will be doing Ray Comfort because that's the movie we're watching oh, next. Oh, so. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll do, we'll do that one. So and, then we'll, and, then we'll, and then we'll see who the biggest asshole is. Yeah, I'm the, you know I'm how, the asshole. You know he got twenty of my bucks. Over at the Geek Show, <laughs> you know our friend. You know how we have our friends over at the Geek Show. Uh-huh. And Jay will often, Jay Whitaker will often storm off, screaming off microphones. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, Lonnie, that's what I'm going to be doing. Lonnie, that that Lonnie? Is what I'm gonna be. God <laughs> fucking damn it, shit! Goes outside and runs I around did. the block. <laughs> that's, that's gonna be me. That's gonna be me watching this movie. It's gonna be. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a thing. I'm gonna need so much booze. Is that, that, does that mean we need to get we need to get a wireless mic for you? A little <laughs> wireless <laughs> lapel, lapel mic. No, it, the show will move on better if I get a chance to walk away periodically. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, that does it for us. Let us know what you think. Uh, send us your emails and all that fun stuff. You know how to contact us. You already do talk to us enough. Anyway, uh, we're out of here. You guys have a good week, and we'll uh, catch you on the next episode. See ya. Good night, everybody. Bunny. And you're welcome. <laughs> I still don't understand why it's important for there to have to have been a situation on Earth where man coexisted with dinosaurs, only really in the Flintstones. Is someone talking about me? And that Raquel Welch movie, does man ever coexist with dinosaurs? Why is that important for your salvation or your morality? If you're saying this part over here, it says God made land animals and man on the same day is not true, then ultimately, why should I believe this bit over here? God is an infinite God who is working in ways we don't always understand. Yeah, I don't think that's a cop-out. He is God. Are you God? No. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts.